Do you know what it's like to be on the bill and to play for 15 minutes and the only people there to see you are the other bands and their girlfriends? From Buffalo, New York, it's the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast. Welcome to the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast, where we talk about the keg stands, house parties, and 8 a.m. classes of SUNY Fredonia. I'm Ryan Garnett, and this is one of two episodes we're putting together highlighting SUNY Fredonia's Hail Fredonia record label. Cassidy, what was your favorite part of going to college for uh, music industry? Oh my gosh, did I go to college? Mine was paying $80 per private music lesson. $80. Like, those are like airport prices. College is a lot like airport pricing, yeah. Apparently, going to college means you pay twice as much for private lessons. But you'll hear more about that in the game we're playing later. But first... If you are listening to this podcast, that means our Patreon has officially launched. I'm excited. Woo! So, um... There's a reason I had it launch on April 1st. Uh, on April 1st, 20, April 1st, 2013 was the day that I decided I could no longer work. Uh, I was missing days constantly. On the days I went into work, I'd fall asleep on the car ride in. I'd stop to throw up on the ride home. And in between, I'd have issues with comprehension, narcolepsy, heat aversion, and I'd even have trouble getting up the stairs to get to my meetings. Uh, the first two years were miserable. No one tells you what to do when you're sick. I watched a whole lot of TV, and I did what I could to be productive, but it wasn't much. I thought I would no longer matter. I didn't think I'd do anything important for the rest of my life, and I was, figuratively speaking, a dead man walking. I went on to start a peer-to-peer -peer support group slash game night for people with physical invisible illnesses like myself. Uh, it taught me that I could do something useful. I could still contribute. Um, but I also saw people with illnesses like my own and how hard it impacted their lives. And I thought if I'm going to lead a support group, I need to start, I need to set a better example. Uh, shortly after that, Scott Leffler contacted me about writing reviews. Uh, a few years earlier, um, uh, I had written some, a few articles for uh, allwny.com and he just bought, bought, took over the website and wanted me brought back on. Uh, four years after that, we have this podcast, which we are now at episode 75. 75. 75. Uh, I'm coordinating music for Buffalo Infringement Festival. I'm booking shows on my own. I'm running westernnewyorkmusic.com and I feel like I came back to life. And that's why I pushed myself the way I do. I feel like I saw the end and I need to do what I can with the time I have. Uh, the thing that I've really most recently been most proud of is in spring 2020, I was approached by SUNY Fredonia. Uh, some students that I'd worked with were looking for internships. Um, COVID wiped out a whole lot of music internships because nothing was happening anymore. Without venues, without shows. Absolutely. Um, since then, we've had 11 uh, official four-credit interns, mostly from SUNY Fredonia, but also from SUNY Geneseo and Buff State. And we've had countless other non-credit interns and volunteers getting involved, looking for experience and connection. Um, that being said, money does not grow on trees. I tried to find the origin of that quote and just... I don't know who actually said it. I was going to give someone credit there. I don't know. I That's do a, like the idea of the money tree, though. Oh, that'd be great. So um, the more projects we take on, the more interns we get, and the more expensive some, some things are. So 
we're launching a Patreon. And it's a weird, it's a crazy Patreon. Uh, most that I've seen have three or four different tiers. This has 28. This is an experiment. There's a level for everyone. There is. And we should have made it 32. 32 flavors. And then some. Ooh, I like that. We can sit down and come out with four I more. Can, I can help you find four more. We're recording this about four days ahead of time, so we have, we can, uh, we have the time for this. So, um, yeah, the tw- there's 28 tiers. They span from westernnewyorkmusic.com to The Struggle is Real to Struggling Productions and to the side quest during the Apocalypse video game channel we're doing. Um, tiers include some really interesting stuff, including a returning segment uh, that we did a while back, just once, called Asking for the Hurt, where for $5, I'll mock you and your band on the podcast for a minute. Uh, we have private concert experiences. I have private, I, I'm offering private concert experiences. I feel so cool. That sounds like a very intimate experience. It is. Um, we're going to have cool merchandise. And if you really want to go crazy for $10,000, uh, Kelly and I, Kelly, my, my wife, and I will change our last name to Fitzmonster. That's an interesting tier. She uh, Top tier. 10K, you say? It was her idea. As a collaborative effort, maybe we can find a group to... I'm... Cool. I'm completely for it. Um, we, Kelly and I were talking about how it's kind of becoming at least a somewhat more regular thing that when some people are getting married, instead of taking on the surname of the husband, they're either like smushing them together to make a new Blended last name. Names, yeah, yes. yeah, or coming up with their own. And uh, Kelly what? really likes Fitzmonster uh, as, as our new made-up last name. And I, I, I honestly don't care a whole lot. I, I think having a license that said Ryan Fitzmonster would be utterly hilarious. So, yeah, p- pool together your money. So, um, so yeah, please consider joining in and helping what we're doing. Uh, I, I think we're continuing to make a really big change in the Buffalo music scene with everything that, that we're doing, and this is a way that you can kind of be a part of it. So uh, you can check that out at our Patreon, which is patreon.com backslash Productions. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> that was totally... That, that was supposed to be a yay. Do we have a yay on there? I know there's applause. I don't know if there's a yay. See, there's, there's a smiley, which does that laughter, right? And then we got a shout, which is more of a yell. We don't have a yay. See, we got a cha-ching. Cha-ching is good for Patreon. I'll say one of the things I would really like to do with, with the Patreon, and it actually will help with most of the projects we're doing, is a second computer would be great, especially for recording. And if we get that, we could like set up a fancy soundboard for you. I am all about the fancier sounds. Because, so, guys, I try my best with this little <laughs> sound machine. So, yeah. So, that's what, that's what we're shooting for. Um, you know, I'd love to make westernnewyorkmusic.com a non-for-profit. I'd love to kind of pick up the quality of some of our the, the equipment we use. And I love having a platform to make these conversations happen and to yeah. bring people into the behind-the-scenes of what it is to be a local musician. We've had some really intriguing conversations. Yeah. And the guests we've had just keep getting better and better. I've been blown away at the guests we've had to be honest like i can't even half the time i don't even it's like why do they want to talk to me oh but here they are so folks please check it out you know you can you can give as little as a dollar and we'll give you a little shout out or stuff like that but so. no fooling april 1st no fools this is no fools this is serious as hell cha-ching <laughs> 10k 10k for the fitz monster absolutely all right, so next up, we have uh, Melody Catalano and Jessica Mack, who are uh, the Facebook and Instagram coordinators for Hail Fredonia Records. So we're going to talk to them about their experience, and then we're going to play a game of Real Not Real about me and music school. 
this is going to be fun. Yes. All right. But first, we are going to play music. Uh, these next two episodes, it's going to be all music from uh, Hail Fredonia bands. So first up, we have I Bet You Did by Grash here on the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast on westernnewyorkmusic.com. Talking sweet Words run off your lips so smooth I listen in silence As you didn't tell her the truth It hurt to hear that come so easy Oh, no, I don't. 
And we are back here on the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast. That was I Bet You Did by Grosh. Like I said that. I like the Grosh being the Grace Josh thing. It's so under, I, I mean, everybody gets so tricksy with their band name. I love that. Nice and simple. Keep it simple, kids. <laughs> uh, we are now joined by Melody Catalano and Jessica Mack from Hail Fredonia Records. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. How are you? <laughs> Fantastic. So, um, Jessica, you are the Facebook coordinator, or is Me Melody the Facebook coordinator? Yeah, yeah, I am. And then Jessica <laughs> is the Instagram coordinator. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So Jessica is always is also a, a struggling intern for the semester. She's been helping do the social media for uh, WesternNewYorkMusic.com, and she's been doing a ton of great work for Buffalo Infringement Festival. All interns struggle, but Jessica's particularly yes. struggling under your <laughs> struggling. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> great. So to, uh, we don't really know a whole lot about Hail Fredonia. Um, how long has the record label been around for? Hmm. Any idea? I'm, honest, I'm honestly not sure. I know it's been around for a while. I think if I could like put a, like maybe a number on it, I would say maybe like 2014, 2015. Okay. Uh, judging by like the files that we have available in our Google Drive. <laughs> so. <laughs> Here, quick, quick, we were talking about this earlier is hail an acronym for something does it stand for something or is it just that is another thing i'm honestly <laughs> I don't not know. sure about yeah <laughs> I, I i think it was um i'm stumping more like i know we're asking I know, I'm, just bad. I'm like i have no idea um i i think it was an armin petrie thing yeah, i think okay. it was like his his name for it okay i bet the I think hail is supposed to right hail is supposed to Stick out, stick out, you know, like hail. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's all. It's usually all in caps too, so it does kind of. Yeah. Out. Well, that was my first question: is where that came from, and certainly if it stood for something. Um, so you girls are both music industry majors, yeah. Yeah. And you made that decision because you. I, I mean, I'm trying to reflect upon why I went to school for music industry. And did you make that decision like you knew you always wanted to do this? It was always an option for you to attend that kind of program. You wanted to go to school for music business. Do you want to start? Because uh, you yeah, go. So <laughs> I actually, when I first started college, I was a nutrition major. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So I did all like the sciences, realized I did not like that. And I just had a passion for music. And I, I felt that I was missing that through my first year of college. So I did change my major to music. Um, and then I went to Albright College in Reading, Pennsylvania for a semester for music industry. Um, didn't really like it, didn't like it there. So I transferred to Fredonia for the same major. And I just really like the people here and just the atmosphere. And I love the marketing side of things, the, the legal side of things I think is so interesting for me. Awesome. Sure. What do you see? Then, I just have one more follow-up question so that I can not confuse who I'm talking with, right? Fair enough. <laughs> what do you hope to do with your degree? Um, I'm honestly up for a, like anything i the whole industry just like makes me so interested but i really like marketing right now um and i've really been into like contracts and like doing copyrights and stuff like that i think that would be a really cool thing to do too oh yeah that's, that's where the money, money. is yeah. okay. <laughs> so i 
I was going to go to Fredonia undecided. Um, I knew I wanted to get into something businessy because I did like the Myers-Briggs thing in my senior year of high school. And it was like, oh, you'd be good at, you know, these couple of things. And a lot of it was like business, managerial, marketing, like anything that like I could maybe lead. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll go for business. But then I was looking at the degree graph and it was like, you got to take accounting, you got to do statistics, you got to do all this. And I was like, ooh, because I'm not good at math. So I was like, what else is like available there? And I knew I didn't want to do something like musical theater or music because it was something I enjoyed and I didn't necessarily want to make that my job. So when I like discovered the music industry degree, I was like, okay, this is really cool because I get to do a little bit of everything but it doesn't like limit me like I could you know I've taken instrument courses through this uh, degree so it's like that's something that I can learn you know and I can apply um, I've taken I had to take accounting I couldn't get out of that so <laughs> I you know, I can say I did that um, I also you know took contracts and copyright course so it's all these like it's a crazy mesh of things that just work so especially for someone who loves music, but also wants to get into something that may be more applicable in the real world. And her name is Melody. So maybe it shows her after all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know I, all the music theory courses. They were like now the melody of the. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I've never heard that one before. <laughs> so how clever. Yeah, I came in, I was going to come in undecided and I was like, well, let's let's try this out and here I am 4 years later and I'm like, well, it worked. <laughs> so so now uh so you guys are the social media coordinators. Um mm -hmm. give our listeners some tips cuz I think we have a lot of bands and music people who listen to us who just don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah, what are they doing wrong? Oh, I like that even better. <laughs> um, I think uh, like whatever you're doing, especially with like social media coordination, it all depends on there's so many little things that depends on. Like I know when I took over the Facebook, it was just weak because people are on Facebook a lot more than they like to admit. And we were posting like maybe once a week and I was like that's not enough we gotta keep going and I think what's hard with Facebook too is it is I always say it to the class and if they're listening to this they're gonna be like Melody stop saying that but it is the more businessy end of things like I always end up answering questions oh, yeah. um, that like you know last a little more than one question it's like well, what about this and then those things build and then people are interested in our program and they come to Facebook for information where something like Instagram is more of the interactive fun part of it so yeah like bouncing off that for instagram i when i first went into it um i wanted to make the the instagram more interactive with our followers um because i saw like looking at the analytics that we really didn't have much interaction um and so right now i have a, a team of three girls like underneath me that help me make posts like daily um and just like keeping that going and having like different things for the the followers to look at or do or like comment about it's just really something that someone can look forward to or just like really be like into your content. And then talking more about the analytics and your followers as these social media platforms allow you to grow. Have you, what are your, what is your reach right now with Hail Fredonia on Instagram? How many followers do you have? Do you have regular? Um, right now, I believe we have 1100. Oh, wow. um, when I started, we had 400, which is really yeah, cool nice. I started so um it was cool to see the work actually like progress and make make a difference of what we were doing um but yeah I, I just i think it's really cool that we were able to reach such a big audience right now 
Nice. And I'm going to look up the numbers for our Facebook right now because they just keep going. Everything just has been going up. Mm -hmm. So that's really, yeah. really awesome for us, uh, like on all aspects of social media. See, I don't think too. we were talking about this, Ryan and I, the, obviously the social media platforms just weren't there oh, when God. we were college students. Hey, the I, same way. I had Friendster. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, friends. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. To get me off MySpace. Like, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> MySpace is the only social media platform I need. I still miss it. <laughs> your songs, like, keep your songs. You also had to rate your top friends. Yes. That was, Bring it uh, back. That was weird. That was weird. Back. Update. Um, we have 1,750 people that like our page. Wow. That's I'm, great. Yeah. I know it's gone up since last year. Uh, I've been doing the Facebook for a year now literally i think this week it's been a year so congratulations to me and my relationship with alfredonia records uh, <laughs> but i know that we've gone up our our likes have gone up at least a thousand i think since last year i want to find the happy horn sound no oh God. This, is why, this is why cassidy has to do the sound machine facts are better <laughs> <laughs> I am a sound machine. It's fine. Like. <laughs> you a whole track. Yeah, yeah. I like this. Great. I'm going to build a soundboard based off you. We'll talk about it later. Yes. Okay. All right. How many fans does Tail Fredonia currently support? Like active on the record label this spring? So the actual implementation of the record label is brand new. So what Halfordonia was doing before was we were called Halfordonia Records. We called ourselves a record label, but we weren't really doing anything with bands. It was more so that we were running events to help raise money for um, like outside parties. And we were also raising money um, just for various things. So we were really an event coordination type of thing. And then um, but I, like I said, a year ago, uh, Professor Petrie was talking about, you know, maybe finally implementing bands. But what had happened was Hale was growing, but it wasn't growing steadily enough for us to take on bands and, you know, really get into what he was envisioning um, just because there wasn't that following and there wasn't that participation from the outside. So once last semester rolled around last year. <laughs> Yeah. Last yeah. semester rolled around and everything was online and that was the way that we had to outreach. So not that COVID worked out, but in a way the COVID and being online helped us because people were spending more time online and they were having more time to discover Helfredonia and what we have to offer. And because our following went up so much, we finally decided that it was time to take on bands and work with contracts and real life things. So that's fantastic. Now, do you guys just do Facebook and Instagram coordination for the, the Hail Fredonia pages, or do you work at all with uh, any of the artists on what they're doing with their social media? Or is that more for like the A&R people? Um, so we, last semester, we kind of did like marketing strategies and kind of pitched them to the bands. Um, but this semester, we're taking, we have four bands right now. I know that didn't, that answered your question before. <laughs> <laughs> kind of went on tangent, but um, we, so we, this semester, we actually market them. Um, our A&R reps are the ones that really go and like help the bands. So we kind of just like, we'll promote them on our social media as well, but they really like to, they'll use their own social media. Um, so we don't really implement too much onto theirs, but we kind of just give them suggestions on what they can do. Oh, that's great. No, that's yeah. super helpful. So the four bands that you're working with are? Blues, Grosh, Posted, oh. the Burkhardt. <laughs> no, wait, I was like listening 
for the sound. I know, I know them. Yes. <laughs> so it's. I think it's really interesting too because they're bor- they're four bands, but they all have like totally different sounds. Like they're four totally different bands. It's mm-hmm. so interesting that they're the ones that you know we chose to work with. Sure. Now, um, Grash and the Burkharts we're familiar with, and our listeners of our podcast would be too. Um, mm-hmm. Tell us a bit about Posted. I don't know anything about Posted. Posted is a group from Syracuse. I know that they are always like promoting that they've been together since high school. Like this is something that they've been working on for years. They're all in college now. They all go to different schools, but when they do come together, uh, they just spend their time hanging out and making music. So I think that that's like really wholesome of them. <laughs> yeah. So. And they're, they're in Syracuse. Um, what kind of music is it? I, I think say- it's like jazz, um, rock, like I would say like soft rock. Um, kind of like uh, jammy yeah what's that like jammy kind of like hippie very jammy yeah, yeah. a oh, lot okay. of their songs are like over five minutes so. oh, okay yeah but it's good it's all so good so <laughs> cool and then um flues is the other one do you know flues i don't think i do tell me more yes it's also very funky like they have a very like i like i don't know how to like describe it it's very, it's kind of surfery, but kind of funky. They also have kind of like a, um, almost like a Pink Floyd vibe where it's got like a psychedelic aspect to it. They're super good as well. So I hadn't heard of them before last semester. And I mean, I've, I follow them on everything now. So I, I was confused for a while. There's flues and there's floozy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. For the sake of it, when you're talking about uh, the four bands that you're representing, did they reach out to Fredonia? What is their connection to Hail Fredonia in the first place? Were they students? Um, Are they? So we did a last semester, we had like a marketing class and we all presented artists um, that we wanted to use as artists on our label and try to promote them. So they were our artists that we all picked as a class to, from everyone's A&R presentations to actually use on the record label. So we picked them as a class. Um, they weren't, we weren't allowed to use any students um, just for like favoritism wise, but we were able to reach out to, um, you know, like people in Syracuse. There were people that reached out to others in like California, which was really cool, just wow. like virtually. Um, but yeah, so those are the four that our class decided on that we wanted to support. It's a good list of bands. I think mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. That's diverse. Grosh is amazing, and I love the Burkharts. I need to see. I need more yeah, Burkharts so in, in my life. I've got. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had. They've been on a few of my shows. They were actually the last show they played before they were the Burkharts. They were Orange Friction, and okay. they played one of the shows I did uh, that I think five people attended at Rude Boys Artworks before. <laughs> that Rude ended. Boys. Start somewhere. Yes. <laughs> so. um are you both seniors now? Yes. Mm-hmm. So do you plan on, you know, do you plan on staying in Fredonia? Do you plan on moving to like, like a closer area like Buffalo? Or are you thinking like Los Angeles and b- big cities like that? Like, where do you think <laughs> you're going to try and be at least after you graduate? Have you thought, put any thought into that? <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I, I feel I don't want to like keep answering questions because I feel like I'm like dropping your um, time. <laughs> I think I like... I'm thinking Buffalo to start, um, but I've been to LA a few times and I love it there. I don't know if I'd want to live there per se, but I definitely would want to like go there like a lot. <laughs> so I, I think uh, I think I'll start in Buffalo to kind of make you know my roots there and then see where it goes from there. 
That's a good idea. I do. I do. One of the things I do tell people is, especially if you're doing social media work and freelancing work, um, Buffalo is a big city that is incredibly cheap. You know, uh, I use my wife as an example. Her, her, our, the her place she works with online offered her a raise, and I'm like, that, that's a good Buffalo raise. But your place is in D.C. That's not a Washington D.C. raise. You get <laughs> anyways. So that is, I think, a really good advantage for people doing that kind of work. Sure. For, uh, freelancing in Buffalo. What other platforms do you think best support? I'm sorry, I didn't let Melody answer that same question. You're so rude. I'm kind of hoping to like float as much as I can. Like that sounds so bad because it's like, I, but I kind of don't want to be, you know, planted in one place. I think I am good. You know, I think everyone has to start somewhere and I think Buffalo is a good place. Um, but I... I tell everyone this story because it's so cool. I went on a like vacation for spring break two years ago and we had a layover in New Orleans on St. Patrick's Day Ooh. and the music and the people and everything like you would go to, we were like, we took a bus downtown and every red light you stopped at, at the four corners, you could differentiate like the four different musics that were like the four different sounds that were coming out of the buildings. And it was just so great. And I have friends down there. They're like, you need to come down here and like establish something. Cause there's where there's a need for music business down there. Mm -hmm. So, uh, like my heart wants to go to new Orleans, but I know that I need to start, you know, somewhere and somewhere I'm familiar with and somewhere where I can grow and not try to take on something so new, especially with COVID and everything, you know, they, you kind of got to start, you know, where you are right now. There's a lot of Buffalo transports everywhere new orleans though yeah absolutely Ani DeFranco. yes <laughs> no no i i spent i spent some time in new orleans i went for a, uh, a college trip for the music industry alliance that we had and uh uh yeah i, I didn't learn anything but <laughs> i had a fun time but no i think you know kind of having like being i, I like the idea of just kind of being a floater like you kind of said my dad is a truck driver, so he drives cross country and he's always like telling me the crazy places he's passing. And like he one time, this is a long time ago, he went to uh, one of the states, I think he went to Tennessee and he saw Lady Antebellum before, well, Lady A, he saw Lady A before they were Lady A, like at a bar and he like sent a video to us and was like, this band is really good. And we were like, okay, so like, there's like that experience where it's like, I wanna have like, not something exactly like that, but you know, I wanna be able to have experiences like that, like throughout my life with music, so. Absolutely, no, it's good to be open to things. I I think at one of the classes we spoke at, one of the kids asked me at the end, like what I wanted to do. Right. And at that time it was like, well, I think I'm gonna own a venue. And now it's, I think I'm gonna start a non-for-profit. And then, but it, like, it always changes. And I think just being open to that and not saying like, this is what I'm gonna do and this is what it has to be is what really uh, helps me get along and find what I'm looking for. No, right. It doesn't really change as you're rolling with the punches, especially in music industry, because our, our world is different and how you're experiencing music right now, uh, being that venues maybe aren't the most viable option for, for everyone. <laughs> uh, I think a lot of this coordinating and internet marketing is, as the girls were saying, it's um, a whole different world for sure. Yeah. But even as far as promoting, like what platforms would you recommend bands use to get their music out there? Um, I mean, do you, do you want to put your music onto Sp uh, Spotify? What, what do you use as your driver? Hmm. I would say 
it's almost hard nowadays to put your music on Spotify just because there's so much music on Spotify and there's so much like curated content that that you don't really know about. There's like so there's statistics of like so much music that you will never be able to listen to. And I feel like it's it should be more of looking at promoting who you are and what your music stands for rather than promoting the music itself and just promoting trying to get that like deep connection with your fans or trying to get a deep connection with your followers rather than doing it and just trying to hope it like gets streaming and hoping that it like gets seen by somebody sure it's good advice. i think i think it is more about uh the organic growth and curating that family of followers for sure yeah but we are running out of time so i'm gonna ask you guys one more question we're gonna take a break we're gonna play a game uh last question okay. what's what do you think is the most important thing you've learned from hail fredonia hmm. this is this is a really tough one i wasn't anticipating this question <laughs> um i think one of the most important things uh i've learned is to like have a direction sure um, I know that something like Halford on your records, there's so many people and you want to give so many people chances to show what they do best. Um, so I think, you know, you need to go into things, especially like music industry with an idea because you, you know, you never know who is going to want to hear that idea. And I think, you know, especially like last semester when we did show like what bands like we were interested in and our marketing ideas for the bands uh, before we chose the four bands we're working with now, everyone was so different, but it was so like, they were so driven and so ready to work with these bands and these people. And I think that, you know, you do need to show that and you need to show your enthusiasm and keep it consistent. I think it's also, um, nice to know that you can also reach out to other people because not everyone in the industry or everyone in your major is good at everything like no one is good at everything and i feel like if you find someone who's good at digital marketing or find someone that's good at graphic design and just know that you can make those connections and use those people um, to help you learn more about things that you're not so good at that's true yeah, don't be afraid to work with a team yeah you know you don't have to take everything on and do it yourself i'm very much one of those people like i'm like i got it i got it but uh i know that with hail i was forced to work with teams and you know i, I ended up really enjoying it and i enjoyed being like you know what why don't we do this together yeah. like that was something i wasn't used to saying so You're definitely not, definitely nice having the help mm -hmm. yes so, all right we're gonna take a quick break we uh are gonna listen to some burkharts <laughs> oh, that's the right one. Okay. <laughs> um, so we'll be right back. Uh, next up, we have To Be Your Lover by the Burkharts here on the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast on westernnewyorkmusic.com.
And we're back here on the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast. That was to be your lover by the Burkharts. So we're going to play a game. This is called Real Not Real. And I have 10 stories. Just like Billy on the street. She's making dreams come true. I mean, the show. Ryan on the street. He's not making Ryan on the street. <laughs> I'm okay. Just kind of just find someone, someone who understands my uh, my my, okay. my influences. Can we play? Can we play for a dollar? Because like, I need money. <laughs> I, would, I would love to do the stuff that he does. So when, when you guys come to Buffalo at graduation, get Let's we get a video crew, and I am I would do that yes. in a heartbeat. Okay. Yes. So I have. Okay. So you guys can, if, if you want, you can play together as a team, or you can compete compete against each other. What would you prefer? I don't. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it against each other. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm going to give you guys ten stories from um, music school for me. Some okay. of them are not real. You just have to let me know which ones are real and which ones aren't real. Ready I'm ready. Should we have them alternate or should we have them both answer each one? What do you think? Well, how many questions do we have? We have are 10 gonna... total. Oh, what if, what if we tie? Oh, I'm excited. They should go. Oh, let's work together. We'll work together. Yeah. Work as a team. Okay. I was just working team. at like a little bit ago. Yeah, yeah we're going to work as a teamwork. teamwork. Oh, wow. <laughs> final answer. Yeah, that's probably the best way to do it. <laughs> yeah. All right. No, like, I do things myself. <laughs> All right. Number one, the head of the music department stole my bass for a weekend to make a point about people not locking up their instruments. As a side note, my bass was locked up. True or false, or real or not real, I should say. Yes. I'm, I, want, I want it to be real. Like, I, want, I, say real. I want that to That's like, have bad. happened. That is absolutely real. Okay. <laughs> How was that allowed? Give him a How was that even allowed? Oh, Yay. I. It, it was a whole weird thing with the secretary telling me what happened and, and the music head not telling me what happened. And then me where was him your liar. bass unattended that he it was in the bass room. We Why? had a bass room and it was locked. A bass room. Yes. So. All right. You got one right. Next up. Yay. After giving the music industry had some money after a fundraiser, we came back to retrieve some of it. She unscrewed the last panel on the recording studio's board and pulled some money out of it. Before we leave, she, a nun, says, this is where we used to put the Coke. Real or not real? I want that one to be real. Yeah, I also want it to be real. But I don't think so. I don't know. Is that, does that, do you agree? I'm going to yeah. say not real. I'm going to say not real, yeah. It is real. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it just crazy seemed, nun, it crazy seemed too edgy. Like, I was like, uh, there's no way. My school's music industry department was run by one nun who basically taught all, like eventually after my freshman year, they got some extra teachers, but she was the only teacher I had for all my music industry classes. That's why. And like, oh she God. was like really into Metallica and like making like soundscapes with like keyboards and waterfalls. She was... She was fun. All right. Crazy. Oh my gosh. Oh, she was wonderful. She's just retiring this year. I was year. trying to be like, like good. I was yeah, like, no, there's no way true. that's real. <laughs> it's music industry. Anything can be real. I think that's the whole point of the game. Right. You're right. All right. Number three, as an April fool's prank in 2003, me and a couple other students make fake alligator teeth and install them in every grand piano in the building. 
I'm going to say real. I'm going to say real, too. I'm sorry. That is fake. <laughs> oh, team. That's a great idea. <laughs> what was that noise? That's crazy. I, that. I feel like that would be really fun, though. That would be I funny. wish. I wish. Yes. <laughs> Why didn't I have these ideas back then? <laughs> All right, number four. Ryan helped run Rose Rock, his college's annual music festival. Far from being easy, the festival had to be started late because the opening act didn't realize they needed to bring their own cables. I, I could see that being yeah, real. real. That's real. Oh, that's fake. What? Oh my God. They can still win. Yes, it's still possible. We can rebound from this. It's not over yet. <laughs> Billy Eichner would be screaming at us right <laughs> now. Be like, right now. <laughs> he would have he already stormed off by now. He'd be talking about something else. Uh, he would have been like, of course it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> Runs away. Uh, number, is this four or five? Five. The College of St. Rose professor deciding that people were being applauded too loudly after performance gives a 45-minute lecture on the appropriate amount of applause, applause to give someone. There's a professor I could see doing that. So I want to say that one's real too, but I also don't want to lose. <laughs> I, it's high stakes right now. I'm going to say it's real. I'm going to say it's real too, yeah. It is real. They're coming back around. Okay. I, was gonna say, I, could, I, I knew I have a professor in my head I know would do that. So I was <laughs> like, like, that had to have happened. He's like, listen, if it's not good, you don't have to clap. And if it's okay, you know, this is a good clap. And if it's kind of good and 45 <laughs> minutes, I wanted to ask him if he had any friends at the end of it because, well, I already knew that. Uh, no. <laughs> that was part of it yeah that was that was for the lower end it's like these people are my friends i'm gonna applaud for them what is yeah i appreciate loud clappers yeah absolutely right? those are the best after a session with a band the guitar player comes into the control room and he goes damn it sounds good i know why your studio sounds sounds so much better than the other studio we were recording at it's because you guys have two computers and they only used one he thought that because I was using dual monitors, it meant I was using two computers. Real or not real? <laughs> I don't hmm. want to lose. Oh, no, I don't want to lose. <laughs> I want to. I want to say it's. I want. I want to say that's real too. I'm sorry. Like yeah. I, I don't want it to be wrong, but I'm going to say that's real. Real. That, that is fake. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Just kidding. We said we, we said, said fake. Like, yeah, you can edit you it. Can we said it was fake. That didn't happen. Okay. We, <laughs> have, this. we have four left. If you get all four of them, you win. <laughs> all hope is not lost. They could make it. All right. Uh, I was recording a well-known singer-songwriter, and he asked me and the other engineer. He said, "What's the word for a deer's foot?" And I'm just going, "It's it's, it's hoof." And he goes, uh, I don't know, man." And I'm like, "No, no, it, it, it's hoof." And he goes. I'm pretty sure it's paw. Real or not real? Okay, what's the, who is the artist? Do you know? <laughs> well known, uh, a well known local singer songwriter. Do you know that? Can you say the name? <laughs> that's, not, that's not part of the question. <laughs> I know, but like if I knew them, maybe I would. Um, I want to say real because I want it to be real. <laughs> Pretty sure it's paw. <laughs> um, um, what do you think? Let's let's say real. Okay, I'm well. gonna say real. Yeah. It's fake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're still gonna finish up. We got three left. I should know because he didn't give me a name. <laughs> yeah, it's totally fake. 
Ryan experiencing the early effects of mitochondrial disease stops wearing shoes while performing. A college professor tries to get me removed from performing in front of my fellow students for the rest of my time in college because of this. Because I would not play with shoes on because of foot pain. I want to say real, but I feel like I've said real too many times and it hasn't been real. But <laughs> yeah, but then it's also been fake the last few times. So fake, yeah. maybe it is real. Maybe Logic. it is real. Real. <laughs> real? Oh yeah, that yeah. happened. <laughs> not not a coincidence it was the same guy who gave the, the drive on the clapping yeah it was the same guy Stop. he also cost he failed me twice only teacher who failed me in college cost me like four thousand dollars extra in credits he didn't like you well you know he's a sucker when i got disabled they waived my student loan fees so he's not the same one who locked up. <laughs> he's not the same guy who locked up the base thank god thank god oh <laughs> All right. I would have left this is all from the real the right. same guy. <laughs> Number nine, Ryan got a bass instructor fired after giving this end of the semester review. He spends the first half of our lesson eating taco salad, claiming everything is perfect and calling me maestro. The second half of the lesson is spent having me fix his laptop. He was fired. Taco salad. I'm like, taco salad. Ooh, that sounds good. Um, oh, that sounds good. <laughs> it sounds really good right now. I don't know. I was like, "Ooh, damn, taco salad! What kind? Like, where'd you get it from?" Um, Hard meal. I'm gonna right, taco salad. <laughs> Tortilla on the oh, top. Gosh, mm, okay, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say. <laughs> I don't want to say real because I, every time I say real, it's wrong. But I. Um. I was sick. Not real. Not real. That is real. T. I should have said real. <laughs> I basically Sorry. had two base teachers fired at my time in college for being completely inept at what they do. You did good. And oh I had to pay $80 per lesson because. Holy crap. Not bitter about it. Thank you. No, no, I'm not bitter at all. I learned. <laughs> I learned how to not be a base teacher. All right, guys, we have one last one. <laughs> so I was working with a singer-songwriter, and he just got his first electric guitar, and then this conversation takes place. What's the switch for? That's to switch between the pickups to make a thicker or thinner sound uh, if you're switching from, like, rhythm guitar to, to lead guitar, and then he flips the switch. Oh, yeah, I hear that. That's nice. The guitar wasn't plugged in. Not real. I'm going to say real. That sounds like something I would do. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, no, we'll go with... Uh, we're going to say not real? Oh, or you want to say real? Um, real, it happened. Real. It had to have happened. It did not happen. That was fake. <laughs> see, uh, <laughs> we're not very good at this. I, I want to see. I, I, I can find a consolation prize. Oh, you don't have to. You don't have to. We did really bad. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. This don't is... worry. You're not going to like it. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> So, when you guys come to Buffalo, you will get to split this water bottle that somebody left in my apartment. Yay! Okay. I thought okay. it was it's it's Then I thought it was Lou's, and when it was neither of theirs, I literally have no idea where this came from. But it's one Throw of the it in the dishwasher. <laughs> Throw it in the dishwasher. We got it. Mouthpiece. Might so, have name on it. It's got a sticker for <laughs> Volk. I don't okay. Know. Um, okay. <laughs> so, but it's yours together. It's yours now. Yay! Perfect. Uh, awesome. All right, guys. Thank you so much for yeah, coming.
Um, <laughs> Thank you will, for having uh, us. <laughs> yeah, no problem. You're great to have on. So, uh, yeah. It's been fun. It's nice to yeah. talk to you both. And I feel, I feel encouraged by your enthusiasm to Hell tell you the yes. truth. And I'm excited to see you working with and hear more from the bands you're working with. I've already been hearing wonderful things about shows since everything has started opening up that Grosh has been oh, rocking and they've been selling out. They've been rocking. They've been on fire. Yeah. They've been doing so much cool stuff. Well, thank you guys for joining us and we look, we look forward to having you in Buffalo uh, starting in the summer and uh, hopefully you'll be a part of all the fun that's happening. Yes. All right. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you guys for having us. No problem. A lot of fun. <laughs> And next up, we have another song by a Hail Fredonia artist. We have the Seahorse Montage by Flues. Seahorses, huh? I love seahorses. I can't wait to hear this. Awesome. All right, we'll be right back here on The Struggle is Real on westernnewyorkmusic.com.
And that was Seahorse Montage by Flues. And what a montage of seahorses it was. Delightful. I should have never doubted them. So that is all we have for episode number 75. On 76, we are going to have more from Hale Fredonia. We're going to speak with three students, two of them who specialize in A&R, and the third is going to talk to us about a virtual dog walk that they, uh, it's, well, it's usually a regular dog walk, but this year it's going to be a virtual dog walk, which is going to help raise money to uh, combat autism. So um, this is also your friendly reminder, and I would have written this into the script, but I always forget this stuff. We're going to talk about it a little bit the next episode. The submission period for 2021 Buffalo Infringement Festival is open for all of April. Yay! I was going for Oprah, and I think I ended up sounding like a priest there. It was a little bit both. I, I heard I like the that. hymn chantiness of I that. I like that. Father Oprah? Father Oprah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's your next Halloween costume. That's my next band name. I love that. Father, Father Oprah, Oprah might work, yeah. So, yeah, so come and join us for that. We're going to have more music from Grosh and the Burkharts, plus uh, music from another one of the Hail Fredonia bands uh, called Posted from Syracuse, New York. Oh, man. And we're gonna. there's going to be more Real Not Real, and we're going to have a load of fun. So join us next time here on the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast. Excellent. Excellent.